Mini episode 1461 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Hello and welcome to FDH Lounge Mini Episode 1461, our Billions Episode 6.11 Preview. I'm FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our top five notes of interest heading into this season's 11th episode. Number five, Prince endears himself to the office like never before. Thankfully, the program broke with a trend from recent weeks in which only the truly epic episodes were greatly enjoyable. Every show needs the equivalent of what's called on a pro wrestling card a cool-down match from time to time, and this one excelled at providing that. Prince's big mystery for the firm was a -a once-in-a-lifetime celebratory party at his mansion in the aftermath of his legendary win, and it bonded his underlings to him as it provided great entertainment to the audience. Number four, Sacker decides to stay with Prince Cap a while longer. Even though Kate couldn't save the Olympic bid, her intel about how to take down Chuck meant that she'd earned the right to start her campaign and prepare to leave the company but then she decided she wasn't ready to do that yet. Her confrontation with Dave reminded her of what side she's on, and that seemed to dim her desire to rejoin the public sector at this time. By the way, it's interesting that even Hall couldn't dig up something on her that we've referenced previously, that her dad deposited money in Axe's criminally discredited bank as a means of helping her campaign. Plot hole, writers. Speaking of which, number three, Hall's return just happened to come in the same episode that Chuck's entire band of friends took him away. That's some first-rate fan service. Chuck can be so singularly focused on work that sometimes it's hard to forget that he has any friends outside of Ira, and even that relationship was severed for a while because of work. If the show was going to do an aftermath episode from Chuck getting turfed, this was the way to do it. Speaking of which, number two, meet the new AG, same as the old AG. Dave might have bristled at Chuck's assumption that she'd still be singing from the old hymnal, but Kate's passive-aggressive visit seemed to radicalize her anew. She might have rolled her eyes at some of Chuck's thoughts when they worked together, but it's clear that his effort to bring her all the way back to the side of fighting the plutocrats did work after all. Number one, two episodes left in the season, and so many questions. Episodes 6.8 and 6.9 were among the most significant in the history of the show, and traditionally, This program always packs a wallop in the last two episodes of the season, so the breather that we just went through is probably getting us ready for something truly gigantic once again. Think of all that is unknown. What will be the ramifications of Mike's fling with Ryan, both in his teetering marriage and at the company where Taylor had tried to stake a claim? What is Prince's endgame at the company, such that he's ready to hand over the reins? Will Taylor try to use the succession battle that Philip is set up to win as an excuse to bail, now that such thoughts were expressed to Mephee? What's up with Wendy's book that we just learned about? And what is Chuck's plan 
the one that came to him in his Don Draper-esque moment of meditation at the resort garden. Knowing that we can expect answers to all of these questions breeds delicious anticipation indeed. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.